Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the FWWC tonight. Sit back, relax, and let us take you on a fantastic ride. Ladies and gentlemen, the FWWC tonight starts in five. Four, three, two, one. Enjoy the ride. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the FWWC Universe. That's right. It is your blue brand general manager, Curtis, back here with another edition of the FWWC tonight, episode one. 24 um and we're coming into after honestly you know it's probably going to be gotten into tonight but after looking back at the entire week not just what happened last night i think we're both sides are in in pretty good shape here so with that being said here i am going to go ahead and thank our sponsors the wrestle talk podcast with joe and renee another and honestly, you know, I, I usually I, I know I always say another great episode, but I'm going to go out of my way to strongly recommend that you go out there and check this one out. And I say that because not only did they have Marcus Mansfield on, but they had Dr. Tom Pritchard. And honestly, that whole segment was absolutely amazing. Um, go back, check it out. Um, it's going to be 100% worth it. Uh, if you are a wrestling fan, you need to go back and listen to uh, that portion, or obviously listen to the whole thing, but specifically uh, that portion here. And also want to go ahead and definitely recommend checking out WrestleTalkPodcast.com. Uh, you can find more information about the FWWC. You can also find out more information about getting your Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee uh, mug. So make sure Sure, you check that out, and uh, also check them out on Facebook and YouTube, Russ Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Um, without any further ado here, like I said, we've already got a lot of callers. Um, obviously, there's going to there's gonna be a lot of interest in what's been going on, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and bring on, without any further ado, the general manager of the Red Brand, Marcus Mayhem. Curtis, Curtis, Curtis Black, it is a great Thursday night here in the FWWC Universe. And I got to say, after a very exciting and controversial week, I know we're going to have a lot of people calling in, expressing how they feel about the events of, you know, Monday, Tuesday, yesterday. It's going to be a lot going on. So if you haven't tuned in, you need to call in. We want to hear what you got to say. We had a lot of action Monday and Tuesday, so I'm ready to get into it. No, definitely, and and uh, you know if you want to get your voice heard and what happened, you know, like Marcus just said, go ahead and call in. Um, I'll go ahead and get your number here at six five seven three eight three one five two one. Love to see you guys active on the thread as well. Like I said, there has been a lot 
going on, not only uh, in what happened on Monday and Tuesday night, but as Marcus mentioned last night as well. So um, we are going to go ahead and jump right in here. We are going to go ahead and jump right in uh, on Monday night. So I'm going to go ahead, as we typically do, and allow go ahead, since uh, Monday is kind of a red brand night, to allow Marcus to start off here uh, with our matches for Monday evening. Now, to start off on our Monday evening, we had a cross-brand match, and it was between Saint, Fireman, and Hill Deal. Now, Hill Deal had to be inserted because uh, Mr. Fabin had some other business to take care of. So, Hill Deal ended up taking his place, and surprisingly enough, it ended up being a tie. It was a draw between Savior Saint and the Fireman. And I know that for someone like the fireman, this is another huge stepping stone for him because, hey, he hung in there with another legend in the group, and I know everyone's not going to hear the end of it. But you got to say it is kind of impressive. He didn't get the win, but he showed he can hang with the big boys. No, definitely, and, you know, I, I've got to as well give credit where it's due to Fireman. You know, uh, he may, you know, rub people the wrong way. He may get under people's skin, um, but he, like you said, has held his weight with legends in the FWWC. I feel safe in putting Savior Saint, you know, in that category. Like, it, that's impressive in and of itself. So, you know, eventually he's going to pull off that win. And, you know, like we've seen with Douglas James, you know, said unfortunately he hasn't pulled off a title yet, but we have seen somebody who's, you know, slowly been able to start building momentum and, and will eventually pull off that win. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what happens with him uh, moving forward. Um, jumping over to the blue brand here. Uh, we did also, and this kind of ended up being a cross brand match as well, in which we saw the hefty boys that being uh, hardcore Haas and the brick wall, James Butkus facing, off against the Prophets of Madness, um, and in this match uh, we did didn't see a clean uh, clean winner here. Uh, but I do understand that we do have um, one of the individuals who's involved in this match um, on hold here. So I am going to go ahead and bring that individual on. Now I'm not sure uh, which side of this individual we're going to be getting here, whether it's the Holy Man or whether it's uh, Brother Bear. But I am going to go ahead and bring on without any further ado. Uh, the bishop, bishop, how are you doing this evening? Mr. Black, Mr. Mayhem, how are you all doing this evening? What's going on? Definitely an interesting evening, but uh, as we were mentioning before we brought you on, you uh, were in action on Monday night. We saw you facing off against the Hefty Boys uh, in a cross-brand tag match here. I'd uh, love to get your thoughts on the match here and, and any other thoughts you've got on the evening. Well, you see, hardcore hosts of the Hefty Boys, issued a challenge to the Prophets of Madness. And one thing about the Prophets of Madness is that we never back down from a fight and we never back down from a challenge because we're not that hard to find. It's like I said in my promo, I said, I'm the big black guy with the coat carrying a bat and Madman is is wearing a shirt with Joe on it. So we went in the ring and squared up, but unfortunately that night we both tied. But Tuesday night came and we got our redemption and we got that W on the hefty boys. 
Definitely. And, and, you know, seeing those teams in action and, you know, seeing yourself pull off the victory and, and honestly seeing the hard fight uh, from the hefty boys, you know, I definitely feel like you guys are, are making some uh, noise in the tag team division. And it's definitely going to be something that's going to have to be looked at as, as we move forward. Um, with that being said, any uh, Marcus, any questions for uh, the Bishop here? You know, I have to ask, uh, you know, you and Matt Manjo, you know, for the past few months, I mean, I know you guys weren't able to capture the tag belts, but you guys, regardless, have still been on the roll. You guys have still been relevant in the tag team division as a whole. And I got to say, I mean, you got some stiff competition now. We got a lot of good groups going on, and we have Grim Reapers as the current tag team champions, which they've been proven as singles competitors and as a tag team. So uh, we have to say for, you know, those guys. Well, you know, like I said, at SummerSlam, it wasn't our night. But you see, me and the Madman, we have that same philosophy. We have the same mindset because no matter how many times we get knocked down, we get back up and keep going. And at some point, the Grim Reefers are going to be seeing the Prophets of Madness soon and very soon because we are bound and determined to bring the titles to the POM. Well, I mean, definitely strong words, and I I can't lie uh, that you you definitely making some noise here. So um, with that all being said, um, as we kind of get to uh, our final portion here with you, uh, Bishop, any uh, final thoughts for the FWWC universe before we let you go here? And the one more thing that I wanted to add is that also this past Monday I faced Robert of La Familia. And I can honestly say that Robert gave me the fight of my life. You see, this this victory means a lot because I haven't been able to beat Robert the last two times that we faced each other. And so it was oh so sweet to get the W on Robert. But you see, as far as Bishop and Madman Joe goes, we're just going to keep pushing and going through the competition until we get to those tag titles. Hey, and, and that's definitely, you know, something that's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm very excited to see you guys uh, in that picture as, as we finish up here. So uh, I do want to go ahead and thank you for joining us this evening, Bishop, and uh, you have a good luck next week and have a great evening. Thank you. All right. Well, that was the Bishop and intern Timmy. I know we've, we've got some stuff going on here. So intern Timmy, if you would, uh, breaking news, please. Oh, boy. Well, unfortunately, you know, everyone knows about the mystery boxes and, you know, I used one of my mystery boxes uh, last week with uh, making someone GM, but unfortunately I also got a mystery box where I had to drop a superstar off of my brand by this Thursday, by this podcast. And you know, Curtis, I mean, I don't know how you feel about your roster, but my roster is stacked. And I mean, it's damn near impossible to find somebody to cut because I value everybody. Everyone's, Everyone is good on my roster, and, you know, after day after day of thinking, going back and forth, trust me, I've had like three or four people I've switched in and out on who I wanted to drop. 
but it pains me to say, and I know I'm going to hear it from him. I know he is going to inbox me. He's probably going to call and cuss me out. <laughs> but due to his busy schedule and other endeavors, I will have to use my mystery box to drop a superstar, and I will drop my brother, Rashad Priest. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I mean, I, d- I don't blame you. You're right. His, his schedule is ridiculous. So, I mean, he, he's just taking up a roster spot. But wow. Okay. I mean, there it is. I he's know it's kind of a shock. Nobody, nobody would expect me to drop you know, someone from La Familia, you know, but it's not about, you know, lack of loyalty. It's just just the proper business move. And, you know, it's not like once things get back in order, he's always welcome back on red. But for right now, we're in the midst of a heated battle. You know, you guys are constantly on our heels. We're constantly tired half the time. I, I got to have everybody who's He's going to be here week in and week out. And I'm not saying he can't put in the work, but his schedule just it just won't allow him to put in the work that I know he wants to do. So it's not a personal choice. It's just a business choice. Hey, I, I respect that. You know, sometimes as general managers, you have to make the hard decisions uh, on stuff like that. So I, I respect it. And uh, here we are. So uh, we'll go ahead and keep it moving here. And I know we did go ahead and discuss uh, the cross-branded match of the Hefty Boys versus Prof Man. This is where we left off. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it back to you here, Marcus. We can cover uh, some more red brand information. Well, also, speaking of the Prophets of Madness, they also got a big win against the Fallen Souls, which, you know... I think Voorhees is really trying his best with Fallen, but, you know, around the rumor reveal, I'm thinking that Voorhees might be trying, you know, to tag with someone else. I'm not sure who that might be at the moment, but I'm hearing that he's he's going to try and, uh, you know, move on from Fallen and try something else because I know everyone's excited about these two pairing up, but it hasn't, you know, it hasn't equated to success. I mean, they haven't gained any traction in the tag team division, so sometimes it's just not meant to be. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, and sometimes you, as a superstar, maybe have to recognize that that's the case um, and and take steps to kind of rectify it. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. You're 100% right. I've heard the same rumblings. Uh, regarding uh, those two as tag uh, tag partners, so you know we'll see whether or not that is is accurate. Obviously, in the weeks to come, uh, but but definitely gonna be something interesting to watch. And and obviously, you know, there's still not a lot of details, but there's gonna be some interesting stuff happening here. Oh, you know, week from Sunday, uh, you know, FWWC, there is going to be a pay-per-view happening. You know, there hasn't been a lot of discussion about it yet, but there will be a pay-per-view occurring a week from Sunday. Uh, and we'll be getting into that here uh, very, very, very soon. Um, but with that, we're going to go ahead and jump back over to the blue brand here. Um, we did see uh, Daniel Grimm, uh, one half of the Unified Tag Team Champions, facing off against JJ the Common Man. and this, I'm still not quite sure if this is surprising at this point or not, uh, but we did see J.J. the Common Man 
take Daniel Grimm to his limit. Now, neither man was able to, to score a victory here, but we're continuing to see JJ, you know, keep up with some of the best that it has that is to have to offer on either roster because he was doing the same thing over on Red Brand before he was traded. Um, so definitely interesting to see uh, where he's coming from. Uh, you know, since he joined up in the FWWC, your thoughts on uh, that match here, Marcus? You know, the one thing I will say is uh, something I've always said is sometimes it's not really the person. Sometimes it's the environment. And, you know, when I had JJ, you know, he started off high and he kind of, kind of disappeared a little bit. And, you know, I figured maybe he might need, you know, a new sense of direction. Maybe a change of scenery could do him some good. And, you know, I see he's done a lot more. He's improved over on blue. You know, the same can be said for Robert. I mean, ever since he's come over to red, I mean, his stock has risen up. So, you know, sometimes it's just you just need a different scenery, and sometimes that can that can really give you some confidence to do some big things here in this group. No, 100%. And, and I'm definitely excited uh, to see where he goes from here. But uh, let me go ahead and throw it back to you, and we'll uh, jump back over to uh, Monday night. Or, excuse me, Red Brand. <laughs> well, the next match we're going to get into was between Madman Joe and Mr. Battle Cat, and where Madman Joe came out with a victory against Battle Cat. And regardless of the circumstances, I know Battle Cat was having to deal with with uh, unfavorable hurricane conditions down there, but he still managed to suit up and get ready for this match. But Madman Joe has been on a roll lately, especially with him and Bishop, and came out with another big win against one of his um, old foes, as you want to call it. No, definitely. And, you know, seeing those two face off is definitely something that, you know, every time it happens, which it's definitely happened a fair share of times, uh, we've seen winners on both sides. We've seen Battlecat pull off a victory. We've seen Madman Joe. It just, it's another chapter in that story, and it's definitely a fun one to watch. And uh, love to uh, actually go ahead and get the input of somebody who was involved in that match here. Uh, so really, without any further ado, allow me to go ahead and bring on Madman Joe. Madman Joe, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good, Mr. Black. How are you? Mr. Marcus Mayhem, how are you, sir? Doing all right. It's been a been an interesting evening so far. Uh, like I said, we were discussing your uh, match here uh, with Balcat. Like I said, you guys have a bit of a history going back here over the last few months. Uh, love to hear your thoughts on the match and uh, where we're going to see Madman Joe going uh, now that he's got a victory over uh, Balcat, who's definitely held that UHC title multiple times. Yes, that he has. And just like my brother Bishop, has he got a win – over Robert that he's been seeking for quite some time. I happen to do the same with Battlecat. Battlecat has beaten me one-on-one a couple times. I have never been able to get him on a, on a single win, and I was able to do so. In doing so at this particular time, I, just, I fell short of the Warriors Heart Championship at SummerSlam. So, that has taken me down the ladder just a little bit. And just losing that, I think I deserve a shot at the Universal Championship and be the champion for Red Brand. Whoa. You know, I, 
I have to ask you, man. I mean, that's a bold proclamation, but what makes you think you just you deserve a shot at the man they call El Mato? What makes you think you can hang with the ruthless one? Because as you can see, or have you seen lately, he has been on the team. People have been poking at him. They've been, you know, talking down on him, and he's had enough. He is coming out with the gloves off. He is taking no prisoners. He's not worried about your feelings or anything. Are you prepared to deal with something like that? Because you can't get in your feelings dealing with El Monte because he doesn't care. Well, to be completely honest with you, Mr. Mayhem, I've been waiting to open up a little bit more than what Mad Men Joe has been lately. And I can honestly say I am ready for El Monte, and I am ready to carry the red brand along with the bishop, because just as he said, it may not be tomorrow, but eventually we will be holding tag team titles. And I'm ready to be the top champion for Red Brain, because that is what's next for Madden and Joe, and I will not accept anything less. So my thing is, line up who needs to be in foot, line up who needs to be in foot in front of me, so I can knock them all down because at Survivor Series, I will be walking down to that ring and I will be standing in front of Almada, challenger or not. And I will tell him that that title will be around the waist of Madman Joe. Well, I mean, definitely some bold words. And, you know, given uh, the individual you're speaking of, I'm, I'm sure he's going to have some type of comment uh, re- regarding that. But as we do all of our guests here on the FWWC, any final thoughts, Madman Joe, uh, for the FWWC universe before we let him go? Well, one final thought is, is I don't know if anybody has caught my uh, promo that has been uh, posted uh, earlier today, but I issued out a challenge for next Monday to Remy Ricks. And I have yet to even hear that he's accepted my challenge. So my challenge is for Remy Ricks to call in and be a man and accept my challenge to a match with Madman Joe next Monday. All right. Well, uh, that's definitely a, a, a great way to kind of uh, end your time here, Man Man Joe. So I want to thank you for joining us. And uh, Remy Rex, I mean, a challenge has been thrown down not only for a match, but for you to call in tonight and answer, uh, you know, Madman Joe's challenge. So uh, we will see if we hear uh, from Remy Ricks before the end of the show. Uh, but we are going to go ahead and jump over to Blue Brand here as we still have a lot to cover and we're getting uh, nearly halfway through. Uh, but the next match for the Blue Brand that we're going to go ahead and cover here uh, did see, uh, again, an, another old rivalry renewed in uh, Hardcore Haas facing off against El Luchador to Kansas City. Um, and, you know, as, as something he was very proud of and proud to tell everybody that was listening, we did see El Luchador pull off the victory against Hardcore Haas um, and walk away Monday night uh, with that under his belt. So congratulations to El Luchador. Uh, you know, something about him, you know, what I – it's still kind of hard to explain, but, you know, every now and then he gets these bursts, spurts of, 
you know, pulls off, you know, win after win. And, you know, this very well may be the start of that. Like I said, it was the continuation of the previous issues between the two. Um, your thoughts on, on the match, uh, seeing your uh, brother facing off against the Luchador. You know, I got to say, I mean, El Luchador is known for having these spurts, but he hasn't had, you know, one of these spurts since sliced bread was invented. So, I mean, I forgot what it looks like. It might be the case, but I got to say, I hope he doesn't take this to the head because Hardcore Hoss isn't going anywhere. And El Luchador, if you're listening, you better watch out because Hardcore Hoss is going to finish what he started. Yeah, and and definitely definitely some interesting stuff going on there. We'll we'll get to that here, uh, you know, really kind of towards the end of the show before uh, after we're done covering Monday and Tuesday. Uh, but but definitely a, a lot of interesting stuff going on there, uh, Marcus. But why don't we go ahead and, and jump over to our next Red Brand match uh, for Monday night? The uh, last one I'm going to get into was our main event for the European Championship, and it was between the champion Funky Flex and La Familia's own Robert. And to a lot of people's amazement and surprise, I mean, Robert didn't win. It ended up being a draw. So, excuse me, Funky Flex retained his European championship. But it really spoke volumes to how far Robert has come and how quickly he's, you know, asserted himself on Red Brand ever since he was traded onto the brand. And I got to say, He's earned a lot of respect back in that locker room. He's earned respect from Funky Flex after his uh, recent show. I, I mean, you're not wrong at all. And, and, you know, going to the limit like that, like you said, uh, even if you didn't pull off the victory there, when you're, you're facing off against somebody like Funky Flex who, who has the, the pedigree and the history that he does, you know, being the greatest UXT champion ever, you know, having – you know, the multiple title rings that he has, especially now uh, carrying both the Euro and the, the Warriors Heart Championship. Um, you know, going to the limit with him, even if you don't pull it off, it definitely uh, raises your stock in the company. So uh, it was definitely a great fight, and, and I can't lie, I was definitely on the edge of my sheet watching it as well. Uh, but we are going to go ahead and finish up Monday night. Now, I do have a number of uh, matches to go over here. Uh, I have about four that we haven't covered, so I'm just going to kind of run through them here real quickly. Uh, we did see uh, DJZ, Big Papa Kirk, and Flying Jake Ryan uh, go in onto a triple threat match. And, and interestingly enough, and I, I got a feeling this guy's going to be a, a pretty fr- a hot free agent uh, come next week to the Pick'em. Flying Jake Ryan did pull off the victory against both uh, DJZ and Big Papa Kirk to walk away the winner of that match. Um, and as a free agent coming in and defeating not only one, but two uh, main roster members, uh, that's definitely uh, saying big things uh, about your future here uh, in the FWWC. Uh, we'll, we'll kind of move quickly, but I do want to ask here real quickly, Marcus, your thoughts on Flying Jake Ryan and, and the kind of the victories he's been able to pull off here over the last few weeks. You know, when he first got back, a lot of people didn't know who he was. And, you know, he had to get off a little ring rust, but the man has been on fire for the past couple of weeks, you know, scoring perfect cards, you know, beating some established people on the roster. So I'm pretty sure the next pick him, you know, he's going to find himself on somebody's roster for sure. 
No, I couldn't agree more. And then we are going to go ahead and jump over to our next match. And in that, we did see Nightmare Jones facing off against Big T. And interestingly enough, and like I said, you know, Nightmare Jones has been making some noise on Blue. You know, he he's got his issues with me. He's got his issues with with the Blue brand in general. Um, and we did see Nightmare Jones pull off a victory against the current FHC champion, Big T. Um, which which puts him in an interesting position uh, going into you know the next few weeks and you know obviously we know uh, there are some title matches booked down the line um, and that could be you know interesting as well uh, you know where Nightmare Jones could fit in that and in, in that all as well but uh, congratulations to Nightmare Jones there we did also see Allison Shea Atticus uh, pull off a victory against Hardcore Sis. And then finally, in the main event, we did see the Grim Reapers facing off against the Kings of War. And we did see the Grim Reapers pull off the victory in the main event, um, kind of just, again, showing uh, why they are uh, the tag team champions. Uh, Any thoughts on uh, any of those three matches I mentioned here uh, before we go ahead and get moving on uh, to Tuesday night? All I got to say about those matches is – Two thumbs down. Okay. Cool enough. All right. Uh, before <laughs> we before we move on to Tuesday night, uh, I do want to go ahead and thank our sponsors, the WrestleTalk Podcast, with Joe and Renee. Um, again, this is just going to be me, me gushing over uh, their episode last night because it was another amazing episode, not only for you know the things that the FWWC did, which honestly were – uh, great as much as I may have gotten frustrated yesterday from the standpoint of what they're doing for the group. They were great. And I know that we had a lot of people that were non FWWC uh, that were giving a lot of love and representation to us after. So, um, you know, everybody good job there, but also the amazing interviews they had last night. Not only did they have Marcus Mansfield on, but Joe and Renee got to spend, practically like an hour and a half talking to Dr. Tom Pritchard. And, you know, if you don't know who that is, if you're a wrestling fan and you don't know who that is, then you need to get your shit together because that is, you know, some of the most knowledge, one of the most knowledgeable people uh, when it comes to pro wrestling. So make sure you go check it out. It was an amazing interview. Um, I cannot recommend it enough. I'm sure Marcus is in the same boat. Um, Absolutely amazing stuff uh, last night. So, um, with that being said, though, we are going to go ahead and jump in uh, to Tuesday night. Um, and again, as is tradition, we usually go ahead and start off with the blue brand when we're discussing matches uh, from Tuesday night. And I do understand that I have an individual on hold here um, who's been really on hold since the beginning. And I'm going to go ahead and bring them on uh, to speak about their match. And that match is uh, seeing James the Brick Wall Buttkiss facing off against. Uh, the fireman and now we did not see a clear victor um, in this match uh, it did end up being a tie um, it, it was a very hard pot match so I do want to go ahead and bring on without any further ado the fireman fireman how are you doing this evening wonderful how about you gentlemen doing all right here uh, Andrew. oh no uh, no no I'm, I'm going to stay back all right, going, so uh, mayhem. Oh lord. What? What was that? I said, "How's <laughs> it going?" <laughs> it's going, and you know, I'm 
I'm going to be excited to, uh, you know, ask you some questions and, you know, talk about your string of uh, pretty good matches. You know, I'm trying not to, you know, drag you down tonight. I mean, I gave you some props. You should be happy about that. And, you know, same here. We're going to try, to try to do this the right way. Yeah. All right. So, so I'll, I'll get us started here. I'll, I'll try to get us off on the right foot, and we'll go from there. So you did have a match uh, Tuesday night with the Brickwall James Butkus, as I mentioned before we brought you on. Um, and, you know, while you didn't come out with a victory, uh, you, you did, you know, take Brickwall to the limit. Uh, you know, you guys had a really good match. Uh, you know, ultimately, you know, neither of you walked away with a victory. But, you know, against somebody who's been here for a, a pretty significant amount of time, it, it was an impressive match. So um, I'd love to get your thoughts on it here, and, and then we'll kind of get into questions. Oh, that match, I agree with you. Uh, it was amazing, um, especially the match I had Monday, too. Um, both matches, both nights, amazing matches, put to the limit. Uh, I'm still sore from uh, both matches, and I tell you, it, it it couldn't get much better than that, you know. Hey, I... De- nothing like being in the ring. I'm, I'm sure both me and Marcus could agree that, you know, as much as we enjoy being a GM, you know, being in the ring is something completely different. Um, and so I can definitely understand that. Now, with that being said, um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of talk, you know, regarding titles and things like that. Um, but why don't you go ahead? I uh, just kind of love to hear, you know, what your goals are. You know, like I said, we, we've got a pay-per-view coming up here a week from Sunday, and, and obviously we're going to be looking at Hell in a Cell a month from now and, and not far from their Survivor Series. Uh, where does the fireman hope to see themselves uh, as we uh, move forward uh, through uh, the next few months? Uh, so the next three months, uh, few months, I mean, <laughs> um, so nobody go hating on me, but I'm going to be going, uh, if I'm going to do a little bit of teaming and, uh, singles, uh, competing, uh, competing, not competing. Um, I'm going to go for the intercontinental title, uh, start my way and the middle card title and the way a good rookie should. And, uh, team y'all were talking about for, he's, uh, looking for a new partner, and, uh, well, I don't mean to spoil anything, but uh, I'm Voorhees' new partner. And, You're still uh, Jesus And he and I, if we're in the tag tournament, we're going to try hold to on, work our way on. through and go all the way. Fireman, fireman, hold on. I heard I heard another voice. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> So, so like, so like, Voorhees is going to downgrade and go from Fallen, who was on a roll, to the Fire Girl. Oh my God! This is, oh my God! Look at you go! Look at you go! Look at you go! Right! Look at you go, Fire Girl! Look at you go! We gonna call you Cinder from now on, okay? Because somebody needs to return to Cinder. Hey, Mayhem, I, uh, I'll just decide tonight, man. I'll okay, hold, hold up, uh, hold, no. hold up, hold up. You better not hang you up and get Fireman. You do realize you're talking to two people, right, Fireman? Like, yeah, I, I know. Okay. Not all black people sound the same. 
Hey, you know, it's Stop it. I, Don't do it's, him like it's gonna nice be a, a fun to team with somebody, and uh, we, we'll just bring the fight and bring to whoever wants an open tag team challenge. Heck, I bring mean, as a single as a singles competitor now too, uh, I'm I'm open for an open challenge anytime. All right. Um, okay. So, so, um, so, so I was watching your match or whatever, right? And and I I wanted to cry because it was boring, like like hip tosses and like arm bars only get you so far. Where's the flash? Where's the panache? Where is the actual confidence? Well, if if uh, such and such wants a tag, we're gonna do that. Nobody wants to see that. Like, like, come on, Voorhees is trash too. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, come on, man. I, I, we already have the team called the Hefty Boys. We don't, we don't need anybody else calling themselves trash. Like, you guys. Oh my God, Voorhees! If you're listening, if you are listening, and you need somebody to uh, talk to you and, and actually talk you off of this dumbass cliff that you own, because I mean, you win one match, that don't mean that you're like the next up. I'm giving you some. You know what? If you want to match with with if you want to match with Famine, do not become partners with this jackass. Like you are better than that. Like dang it, man, that is like the fat chick with the braces at prom. Like, no, don't do that. Don't do it to yourself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, I think we gotta step in here for just a second. I'm gonna give Fireman a chance to, to get off the line here, Fireman. Before we let you yeah. go, any final thoughts for the rest of the FWBC universe before we get you off the phone here tonight? Uh, I have three things. Uh, one, I mean, uh, speaking of uh, Mayhem and the tag team, I mean, you never know. You could actually find somebody and you could start new and work your way and and uh, get to the top. It's going to take some time. You can't rush it and you, can't you know, I, I believe you. Actually, I believe you. I mean, because it is true. Anybody could, I mean, me and Heel Deal, we, we wasn't planning on being tag teams, and we teamed up, and we became one of the greatest tag teams. We unified the belts. We're one of the best who have ever done it, but, I mean, it's not always going to work like that. It's just the same as a monkey finding its own butthole. Anybody can do it. So, you know, more props to you. I really hope that this works out between you and Voorhees. And also, I'm going to be curious to know what you're going to call yourselves. And uh, we, I've actually talked to him in person, and uh, we are the Flaming Killers. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Flamers. And okay, I did I'm not make that name for, up. For your, the one for your who own city, Fireman. I'm going to go take here. a break. I'm, I'm taking a break. I'm I'm taking a break. I got to go. We're, I got to yeah, go. We're, oh. Jesus Christ. I got to go. The Flamers. Oh, oh my. All right. What? So, Fireman. I got the hit now, dude. Here. Oh, my Lord. I... Um, <laughs> So, um, Siri, while we have, while we have you online, 
Do you have, I know looking here, we didn't have a match for you this week, but you did have thoughts earlier today. I'll give you a chance to get your thoughts off your chest before we let you go. First off, I would never be in a team that says flaming nothing. Attention, you've just been flamed. <laughs> okay. So, um, um, Olympic gasoline is two dollars and thirty nine cents in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, uh, the price of chicken uh, is going down, and there's still no spicy chicken sandwiches at Popeyes. Like me talking like this is like a fireman promo. Like this is me giving you like regular, smegular bullshit. No nothing. Look, Voorhees, like, you might want to reconsider what you're doing. There's Fallen, and then there's the Fire Girl. I'm taking Fallen. I would, I would literally take Fallen because – did you just listen to him? Did anybody <laughs> – the Flamers? Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, God. We need, we need, to, we need to move on. This is crazy. Yeah. Everybody in the FWWC right now, somebody is in Red Bread, you know, backstage area talking cash money doo-doo about these guys in this dumbass name, the Flamers. No, 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 no. Go back to the drawing board. Something else. The Flamers? Okay. Okay. Just, just, I'm... I'm going to let you know, if you keep the name The Flamers, I'm literally going to flame you in every promo I do. They thought Senior Punk this guy like, ran into the ground. Oh! I am going to run you guys into the ground. Look at you go. Look at both of you jackasses. Like, y'all are dumb as hell for that day. Do not do that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Somebody, hold on. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, can we please help these two guys get a little bit more skill set and a little bit more common sense. And I know that you cannot buy common sense at at Walmart on aisle nine, but please, bless dumb and stupid with some common sense. Thank you, FWWC. Amen, and good night. Wow. Um, I I don't even th- I don't feel like that needs anything. Let's just let's keep going because. There ain't there ain't no top in that. We might as well close it down right now. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Like <laughs> usually, I I'm the one who's you know getting on the people, roasting people, you know, just getting some laughs out of the audience. But it it's funny and it makes my job easier when someone roasts themselves. That that is gold. <laughs> that is pure flipping gold. It's it's not often that they make it really easy for that to happen either. And man, that was whew. Okay, let's let's get back to these matches because we are getting down uh, get down to the wire here at the end. Um, but we did go ahead and discuss, like I said, uh, a long time ago. It feels like uh, the Brickwallings buckets versus the Firemen, and that was our first of our uh, blue brand. Monday Night Challenge. So why don't you go ahead and discuss uh, one of your matches for us, Marcus? Uh, the match I'm going to get into was between Bishop and Robert. <clears throat> excuse me. And <clears throat> excuse me. 
Um, Bishop, again, like I said, with him and Madman Joe, they've both been on the roll. And he got a pretty good win against Robert. It was close, but Bishop managed to pull pull the victory against Robert. And we had a short card, so I'm going to get into our next match. was between the Enchantress, the returning Enchantress, who got a huge win against La Familia's heel deal. And a lot of people wonder where the Enchantress has been. You know, as you recall, I suspended her. And then when I tried to reinstate her, she decided to become more, you know, uh, I guess angry, you know, revolt against me, talk back to me. So I suspended her indefinitely until I felt like she was ready to return, in which that didn't work out because she didn't care. She returns when she felt like it. So here she is. She's back. She says uh, she's ready to go. She's all in, and she's proven it by getting a huge win against Heal Deal. Hey, and and that was definitely definitely an interesting match. Um, and you gotta say, Enchantress, you know, she said she was gonna make an impact on, upon coming back, and you know, right off right out of the gate, we're we're definitely seeing some interesting stuff from her. So, uh, congratulations to her. Now, we've got somebody demanding to be let on. And and given that uh, given that there's been a lot of discussion about one of these individuals here over the last you know I don't know five minutes, allow me to go ahead and bring on none other than the man who resides in Crystal Lake, Voorhees. Oh please, I thought you said Crystal White. I was about to lose it. You're real funny, Mister Mayhem. It's not my fault your tag team partner roasted y'all from the get-go. That's not my fault. I don't have a tag partner. Oh, snap. So are you telling me the fireman lied some more? On national broadcast, the fireman has lied to us all. Voorhees, please explain. He said you guys were tag team. You guys are the stale flamers. I mean... Explain what what what's going on here? Next question. Oh no no no, worries. You don't, no, you don't get no, to do that. No, we're not going anywhere until you answer that question. No, you explain yourself. He said you guys are tag team, and you said no. I don't tag team with the Fireman. I'm Voorhees. Explain yourself. Why is it not a tag team going on? There is no tag team. But why? Explain why. Why do you not want a tag team with him? Myself and only myself. And yes, I do want famine. And also, your champions, they will never hide from me. Now, this whole tag team thing will never come about. I am a killer. I rip big people's body parts and keep them for treasures. Oh, boy. Uh, Curtis? um... Uh, I'm just going to say it again, like I've been saying for months. Unsafe working environment. I'm just saying he's talking about ripping other superstars' limbs off and hiding them. Like I'm just saying, 
I I wouldn't want to work there. You know, I will uh, say this. Listen, my man. Um, I know, I know you've been wanting. Listen, I know you've been wanting salmon. You've been wanting theory. You've been wanting anybody. You've been wanting any of uh, Samuel's clients. And for the most part, you've been denied because he thinks you're, you know, a pile of garbage. And um, I mean, you've been relentless. It's almost kind of like you're obsessed with fighting somebody. I mean, why are you so obsessed with fighting one of Kanga's clients? I will take on anyone, not just one, anyone from any brand. So are you saying you'll take on all of his personalities, all of his clients? I'm <laughs> I will destroy. Hey, I, I will ask you a question. You've seen Naruto, uh, haven't you? You've seen you've seen that anime, right? You remember oh, what God. happened to Jiraiya when he went against Pain and all his personalities, all his you know different people. You saw what happened to him, right? Yeah. If you're an anime, if you're an anime fan and you watch Naruto, you saw what happened to Jiraiya when he went against Pain and all his other people. Jiraiya got slaughtered. I'm just throwing that out there. Or, uh, or he's be careful. U- using a comic reference, anybody facing wait, Legion from wait, the next match. Wait, but, you know. wait, hold on. Hold on. Time out. Oh. Time out, everybody. Uh-oh. Voorhees. Voorhees. Are you constipated or are you hungry? Which one is it? Do you want to fight or not? I want your head. You want my head because Salmon whooped your friend's ass. That's what happened. This is what happened. You know, somebody goes on a roll, and then, like, somebody comes and just knocks us out of it. That's what happened. But, but, but you out here making bad decisions. This is why theory can't give you a match in the first place, because you're always making bad life decisions. First, you bet for the match. Then you don't promo and sell the fight. Okay. That's great. Then you actually start promoing because, well, activity is king. Cool. We got you there. Now you want to be called a flamer. What is going on with you? What? Look at you go. I'm so proud of your stupidity. It, it, it is a beautiful thing to watch you just shoot yourself in the foot. Like, I'm going to stick you in hell. on a trophy mantle and whoa, keep whoa, 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 your whoa, whoa, whoa. body parts. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, brother. I'm not that type of guy. You can't just stick me. No, no, that's not what we're doing here. Unsafe work environment, right? That's an unsafe work environment. First off, there you have to catch no 350 pounds It's okay. It's, it's all right that you want to just fight. It's, it's good. I commend you for wanting to fight. But the thing is, I'm not an easy win, Chief. I'm going to beat your bitch ass. That is what I'm going to do to you. It's going to be one time. To. Like... I'm coming for you. Oh, this sounds like a bad porno. I need to get off of here right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that ain't, that ain't it. That ain't it. Please, you be now. You be now. All right. Okay. We got to We got to Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Okay. I'm going to cut his head no. off. Stop. 
Stop. Stop, Roy. Okay. Stop. You you have an opportunity. You've had plenty of time to talk here. You've talked over people. People talked. It's been it's been fun, Orhees. This is your opportunity. You've FWBC Universe is listening. Final thoughts. About slaughtering people. Yeah. That's the key word. Slaughter. Very Jesus strange. Christ, what is this? Sexy Street? What's the what's the magic word of the day? Slaughter. Like, come on, man. Oh Jesus. And he's out. Okay. I it's getting weirder with him. Like I just kind of wish that he would go back to his normal, like, non, not as creepy slaughter talk, but, like, putting people on trophy cases and, like, stealing body parts. I don't know. I don't. What kind of environment um, are you harboring over there? You know what, Curtis? I got it under control, but I got to say, you know, I've been in the thread. I've kind of in a way, called out the fireman. I mean, you, you, you're on the podcast. You say you and Voorhees are tag team, you know, the Flamers and everything else. And then Voorhees gets on and denounces the whole tag team. We are not partners. I just want famine, and I want to love him. Now, you know, I, I talked about it, and he just said this Monday when he faced the hefty boys, he will have a mystery partner. And he also stated that he did say it was Voorhees, but he really isn't him. He just wanted to make it sound like it was Voorhees. So he's trying to do Jedi mind tricks, which I call utter BS. You got yeah. called out, and now you're trying to backpedal. It's not going to work, Fireman. I told you. I, I mean, you're, I, I agree with you. I, he, I think he thought something, and he spoke before he was supposed to, and it's one of those things. It's like that deal that's not fully signed yet, and then you, you say something about it, and then it back company that you said something about it, and they're not cool with the deal anymore. Like, you, you might have just wanted to keep everything quiet there, Fireman. But, hey, that that's just my opinion. That's just somebody who's been here, you know, a couple of years and has, you know, seen a thing or two here. Just my thoughts, but hey, got a, got a few blue brand matches to run through here, and then we will get to uh, our even ending um, festivities, and and obviously uh, briefly mention as we don't have a lot of time uh, what occurred last night. But for uh, the remaining results from Tuesday night, uh, we did see uh, Corbin Slater face off against Jimbo Slice, and we did see Slater pull off the victory. We uh, then saw DJ Z facing off against Fallen. Uh, the former FHC champion pulling off the win there. Um, the IC champion Tank Westbrook pulls off a victory against the Luchador. So I guess that is another uh, end to a potential winning streak for El Luchador. Uh, we saw the Saint pull off a victory against Nightmare Jones. Um, as previously mentioned, the brick wall and the fireman coming to a tie. And then finally, we did see myself facing off against Funky Flex. Um, in which we did not see a winner, but we did see uh, ultimately kind of a reunion uh, of a family there at the end. So uh, definitely an interesting way uh, to end off um, our Tuesday night challenges. But 
you know, as we've kind of mentioned, uh, that wasn't the end of things that occurred in the FWWC this week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let Marcus uh, kind of fill everybody in um, as he is, you know, ultimately the brainchild behind everything. So, Marcus, man, I want you to go ahead and take it over. Well, I'm not going to get into it too much, but basically, um, you know, Hardcore Sis got traded to blue from red, and, um, you know, I cashed in my briefcase and did a drawing, and Hardcore Sis became GM for a week, and then that's when the big reveal happened, and she gave Hardcore Hoss a shot at the FHC at Survivor Series, and she also dropped Curtis Black, one of his best best superstars, Xavier Saint, to free agency. And I got to say that, you know, a lot of people have talked about it. You know, we've heard from both sides. You know, I, I've seen, um, you know, Allison's, you know, kind of go to bat for you and, you know, her making points about, you know, it doesn't take much to use a box to try and outsmart someone. And, you know, there's a little bit of truth to that. But on the flip side, you know, what's done is done. And I know it comes with risk. I know it comes with consequences. And, you know, all the parties involved knew what was going to happen after everything was said and done. And now it's just the waiting game. And this is what makes the FWWC exciting because – we have these twists and turns, and we have these surprises. You never know what's going to happen, and I love it. It keeps everybody on their toes because everything is unpredictable. Hey, and you're not wrong, and, you know, I've in public been pretty quiet about, you know, my thoughts on things. I may have said a comment here or there, but um, unless it was, you know, in a private chat, I've kind of kept my thoughts to myself. And that was intentional. Um, that being said, um, I am going to be releasing some some public thoughts later, um, later this evening. Um, so if people do want to go ahead and, and keep an eye on the page for that, um, I'd appreciate it. Um, but like I said, I'm not going to get into it here um, other than, you know, this is what's occurred and, and we're going to see uh, what happens from here. So um, that that kind of brings everybody up to speed. Um, obviously, if you want to see more, go to the page. Uh, that's where it occurred. And also, like I said, you know earlier, check out Russell Talk podcast with Joe and Renee, especially that FWWC segment from last night, um, because that's where it all went down, and it was it was definitely interesting um, to to listen to and and see what and you know, like Marcus said, that's, that's what makes this place, um, as interesting and dynamic as it is. But, um, with that being said, intern Timmy, uh, you have a job. Let's see if you can do it. Uh, go ahead and hit the promo of the week music, please. You're messing up your job. All right, and I will say, I've just been told that we have another caller, so so we will get to that person here momentarily. Um, we had some confusion with with the intern. I'm going to smack him here after the show's over. But 
Uh, we are going to go ahead and get to our promo of the week, and we actually do have uh, a co-promo of the week because the vote was split. We could not come uh, to one. Uh, so we did ultimately have um, two promos of the week, the first of which uh, was goes to Nightner Jones. Um, Jonesy's been on a, on a different level lately when it comes to his character work and, and what he's been putting in. And, you know, I – you know, he may not necessarily have been who I voted for when it comes to promo week, if I'm being honest, and, and I don't mind everybody kind of knowing, uh, but I got to give him credit where it's due. Uh, he definitely is doing some interesting stuff. Marcus, first off, your thoughts on uh, Nightmare Jones' promo? Well, since you put it out there, I did vote for Nightmare Jones, and not because he's, you know, my brother in law You know, I likened his um, transformation to that of the fiend. I mean, you had Nightmare Jones. He's this regular guy, and you know he had some stuff going on. He decided to step back a little bit, reevaluate, and come back to something new, something fresh. And this new Nightmare Jones is scary. It's creepy. It's demented, but it draws you in. It gets your attention. And I gotta say, this new Nightmare Jones is absolutely awesome. I love it. Uh, it's it's definitely interesting to watch, and I think that's definitely an apt comparison, uh, comparing that to, to The Fiend. And so, you know, credit where it's due to, to Nightmare Jones. And then, obviously, we go ahead and give a lot of credit uh, to Funky Flex as well, and that's where my vote went. Um, and the promo specifically was the one that he dropped last – I believe it was last Thursday or last Friday. I, uh, uh, with my work schedule, they're kind of blending into each other, but – uh, the fire and the passion that he brought to that, you know, there, there's something to be saved for creativity. And I definitely still think that, that he was creative in the way that he addressed things. Um, but there's also something to be said about that pure emotion and, and the pure fire that can come uh, when discussing something that, that really matters to you and, and is really important to you. And that, that's personally what I felt uh, when I was watching Funky's promos that, you know, everything he was saying, um, he definitely 100% uh, meant and was behind. So, um, if like I said, Marcus, any uh, thoughts that you have on on Funky's promo, and then we will get to our uh, last caller for the evening. All right, let's bring on. You know what? The band doesn't need that much of an introduction. Everybody knows him when you hear his voice. The man is about as real as he gets. Let's bring on the man they call Ruby Ricks. And it's after 9 p.m., so maybe we won't get... Don't you know, worry, I'm good. Time. Don't worry, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll watch my mouth. But, just for the record, since Madman Joe want to run his mouth earlier, so, oh, I had to call in, blah, I've been on hold since the show started, so I've been ready, dog, if you really want to go there. Everybody knows this. I don't back down from nothing or nobody. Yes, I was gone this week. I had some personal issues to take care of, but I'm back. I'm a little bit more ignorant than ever, but that's that's an everyday case with me. And as for Madman Joe, if he wasn't so slow when he first offered the match, he would have realized I already accepted it. So now you want to call me out on the National Extended FWWC podcast. Well, I'm going to bring it to you, dog, Monday night, me and you. 
Like I told everybody the other day, I'm not here for titles no more, dude. That's done. That's out the window. If they come, they come. I'm here to hurt people and end careers. That's all there is to it. And he may be on the blue brand now, but I'm sure I'll get a chance. I may just have to end Fire Girl's career, too, because I am completely tired of listening to the lying and nonsense every week from this little weirdo. But with that being said, it's FWWC Red Brand all day. You know, Blue Brand Tantrum. We already know the business, folks. And on that note, I'm out. Remy Ricks, you know the deal. All right. Well, there there you have it. Like Marcus said, obviously, you know him when you hear him. Uh, thanks for joining us here tonight, Remy. Now, we are uh, just a little over our time, so one last time before we go, I do want to thank our sponsors, the Russell Talk Podcast with Joe and Renee. Um, I've talked it up so much already tonight. All I'm going to say now is go listen to that episode. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, whatever's going to be easiest for you, but go check it out. You, If you're a wrestling fan and you don't go back and listen to uh, Dr. Tom, uh, you, I, you're absolutely crazy. So that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, on behalf of Marcus Mayhem, I am Curtis Black. I do want to go ahead and thank everyone for joining us here tonight again for episode uh, 124. We hope you all have a great evening, and we will see you all next week for episode 125. Deuces.